0: Hey everybody, Chef AJ here, broadcasting live from the Ultimate Weight Loss Live program in Sherman Oaks, California. I'm just going to wait a second to see if anybody has able to join us. That's funny. <laughs> oh, one person. Great. Okay, uh, maybe just type a comment if you're there, just so we can see that you actually can see us and hear us. Swipe left. One lonely soul. Only one person is watching. Saturday night. They all have dates.
1: Shada, do you know that
0: you're swaying side to side? I usually do that. I'm sorry. You're not in synagogue.
1: (laughs) Well, it's just a habit.
0: (laughs) Oh, good. So you can hear it. Okay. Thanks, Christina. All right. Three people on. So, guys, (laughs) allow me to introduce Shada Soleimani Shada has been following the Ultimate Weight Loss Program diligently since January 12, 2012. She has lost over 100 pounds and kept it off, and she's here to tell her story. And if you have questions, whether you're in the room or online, we'll be happy to answer them. If, assuming I can see them right now, I'm not able to see any comments. So take it away, Shada. Well, good evening. Thank
1: you, guys. Yeah. Yay! Yay. Yay. You guys. Um, So a a lot of you have heard my story, but for those of you that haven't heard my story, um, growing up, I've always liked to exercise. So I was on the swim team all the way throughout college. I did synchronized swimming, I did karate, I did gymnastics, but swimming was my passion. So I was not the lazy, the lazy kid. And in fact, when my mom wanted to discipline me, she didn't take food or TV away from me. I couldn't go do an exercise. So that's always been instilled in the back of my head, to always, always, always exercise, and I even worked out at my heaviest, heaviest weight. Um, Back in, like, I would say my weight started changing probably my 30s, late 30s. Um, And back in 1997, I went to this predominant, a really good doctor who was internal medicine. He did metabolic syndrome and all that and to find out why my cholesterol was over 400, my triglycerides were over 700, I was on, I was diabetic, um, and to find out what was causing all this. And he ran all these tests and everything, and basically he told me that I had no leptin levels, and that for the rest of my life, you know, this is what we're gonna suffer. And he went as far as putting it in my chart that it would take Herculean efforts for me to ever lose weight. for the rest of my life, this is it. I'm going to be stuck, and I'm going to be fat. And In all honesty, you really want to hurt someone, you write that in their file. And it completely, completely destroyed me and messed up with my head because it got to the point where I just said, you know what? F it. I'm not going to lose weight, so I might as well, you know, just... Eat more free Exactly. And that was, <laughs> that was the problem. Anyway, um, as my, my weight started to escalate... Um, I noticed that I I, I really couldn't live like this anymore. Like something, something truly had to be done. Um, I was getting more and more depressed. My back was hurting and it was out of control. Um, I noticed that all I was buying was black clothing, like, you know, just, and in pictures, I would always hide behind somebody, and that's not me. I'm usually like saying, hey, let's take pictures and let's wear bright colors and let's do this, blah, blah, blah. Okay, sorry, even though I'm wearing black today. Hey, do I have colorful shoes on? Okay. But, um, so, <laughs> <laughs> see, I have color shoes. Anyway, so, um, you know, we found this doctor and he said that he could help me, but obviously he didn't help me. The only thing he was doing for me was putting me on like these stupid shakes and prepared packages, food that just didn't, it was, I had to dehydrate them and do this to them and do that to them, so that wasn't working. So finally, they really, I really believe in this, when you're ready, When you are truly, truly ready to do this, and the teacher will appear. And that's basically what happened to me. That's when everything just started to fall in line. And I literally, I remember waking up one morning, and I had a a mirror in front of me. And I woke up, and I just looked at myself, and I just started sobbing. I was in my apartment, I was just crying. I said, I can't do this anymore, I just can't. Because I was miserable absolutely miserable I wasn't going out I wasn't doing anything I just I was a closet eater I come home and eat a lot of dried fruit dry um, nuts I even would buy the one pound bag of nuts and put it in the freezer thinking if it's in the freezer I'm not gonna eat it well guess what I started liking it frozen <laughs> you know I would buy chocolates oh because you know company was coming over so let me buy this stuff and I'll have it in the house Well, it never made it to the apartment I'd finish it within the drive Um I became allergic to dairy and to egg products which was fine it was great it got me to move to the vegan version but I became your classic uh, junk food vegan french fries potato chips you name it I was driving through McDonald's sometimes three times a day buying french fries you know that didn't that didn't stop me um, i a lot, lot of issues anyway so my back was getting out of control. I couldn't get up, I couldn't move anymore. My sciatic nerve was just really bad. Come to find out, the doctor said that I needed back surgery. Okay, fine, so we go and have the back surgery. The dumbass doctor tells me, you know, now that you had the surgery, you really should start thinking about losing weight. I'm like, seriously? You don't think that thought has ever crossed my mind? Like, I don't want to lose weight? Anyway, so I said, fine, whatever. a year after my back surgery, I went home to go visit my mom, and she was listening to PBS, and Dr. Furman was on PBS, and I started playing on my computer. And my mom's like, "Stop, get off the computer! You need to listen to this. He he sounds really good, and it might be something that you might it might interest you." I like, "All right." So I started listening to him, and I'm like, you know, for whatever reason, he resonated. It it kind of made sense. So then I started Googling him, and it turned out that he was having a retreat in Utah, a one-week retreat in 2011, and, um, and I thought, Mom, do you want to go? She goes, Oh, hell no. You can go by yourself. I'm not going to go and, green, and drink these green grasses or do this and do that. You go by yourself. I said, Yeah, 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 whatever. So I called him up the next day, and they were completely book solid. I said, Okay. I said, Do Utah's, you guys know, have a waiting list? He goes, Yeah, we have a waiting list. So I put me and mom's name on the waiting list, (laughs) you know. Two days later, they called me up, and they said, hey, guess what? We've opened up some rooms. Are you still interested? I said, absolutely. So I bought the tickets. I bought our airfare, and I called mom up, and I said, pack your bags. We're leaving two weeks. She's like, what do you mean? Did you get time off from work? I said, yeah. I ended up getting time off from work, and you're coming with me. she goes, oh, I'm not coming with you. You better return that. You know, I'm like, sorry, mom. It's all paid for. We're going. Anyway, she came. It turned out to be an awesome week, awesome. I, mean, I truly enjoyed myself, met some incredible people. What he was talking about really resonated with me, it made sense, and I'm like, you know, maybe we're onto something here, maybe there's hope. But the problem was, getting home, I had no clue what the hell to do. Because when you're in that one week environment, he's, he's throwing so much information at you, that you're like, you can only absorb so much, and when I came home, I really didn't know what to do. So on the drive back to the airport, my mom starts talking to the people she's sitting next to, and she goes, you know, you guys seem like you go to a lot of these types of events. Do you know of any events happening in Los Angeles? My daughter lives in LA, and it would be really good for her to go. And they said, actually, there's an event in Woodland Hills. And I said, Woodland Hills, that's where I work. They're like, yep, there's one in Healthy Lifestyle Expo, something like that. And I said, okay, so I started I told Mom, I'm like, fine, write it down. When I get home, I'll start Googling it, and we'll, we'll look into that. So I Googled it, found out it was going to be sometime in October, November. So again, signed me and Mom, because you know what? She needed to get on board with us as well. She came in, you know, kicking and screaming, but she's okay now. Um, so we, I, we went to that. During one of the breaks, um, I was sitting outside by the pool, And uh, this guy and I started talking, and his name is Kenny Malcolm. And honestly, it's thanks to Kenny Malcolm that I'm friends now with Chef AJ. And he said, have you met Chef AJ? My response, who the hell is Chef AJ? (laughs) I don't know who she is. He goes, well, come back tomorrow morning, find me, and I'll introduce you. I said, fine. So the next morning I go, I find him, and I'm like, so where is this Chef AJ of yours? And he's like, well, she's not here today. I'm like, what do you mean she's not here today? Well, she had an event to do, so she was not there. And I said, okay, fine. He goes, give me your name and number, and I'll give it to her. I said, fine. Go home. I I don't have patience to wait for people. Like, when I want something, I want it, like, yesterday. No. Oh, shush. So, (laughs) So anyway, get home, and I'm like, waiting for Kenny for an hour. I literally gave him an hour, and I'm like, screw this. I'm gonna Google this Chef AJ person that he's talking about started Googling her. She popped up and I, and I found an an email address for her and for her husband. I'm like, you know what? The heck with us. I'm not going to wait for Kenny. I'm going to email them myself. And I did. Honestly, honestly, I thought neither one of them was going to respond because I thought she was one of these hoity toity, you know, chefs that she's going to have her assistant probably respond and not respond to me. But lo and behold, She responded, and Charles responded, like I think if it wasn't that same day, it was the next day. I'm like, oh, this is kind of cool. You know, she. I was so excited when she responded. So thank you for responding, by the way. Um, So I come to find out that that she's actually teaching a class at Whole Foods in Orange County. Well, that was really close to my mom, was probably about 20 minutes away, and I got the date and I signed us up, so we went. We go to her uh, cooking demo, And as she's talking and doing her performance and we're tasting her food, I'm like, oh my god, this is it. It was like an aha moment. I'm like, this is the woman who's going to literally change my life and my mom's (coughs) life. So as she was doing her stuff, I got up in the middle of it, went to Charles, and I said, do you guys have other events?" And he goes, actually, we're having Healthy Taste of LA. I'm like, what the hell is Healthy Taste of LA? So he's telling me about it, and I'm like, well, where do I get tickets? How can I sign up? He goes, here it is. He, I bought my two tickets, and we were on our way. And that was, I think, a month later, if I'm not mistaken. 2011. 2011 still, correct. So I go to Healthy um, Taste of L.A., and who else do I meet but John pierre Wonderful, wonderful man. And um, And I'm like, ooh, I need to work with him too. Now, at that point, I had a tear in the tendon of my foot. And I could really, it was really hard for me to walk and, and all that, so I thought, well, let me talk to JP. So JP and I and are, are talking and all that, and I, set up, and I set up some time with him, some, you know. But he, the, the problem with me is, I can't just sit somewhere and listen to somebody. Like, I gotta be doing something. I can't, I can't, I just can't sit still. And he would come, and we would meet at Whole Foods, and we'd just be talking and all that. I'm like, ah, oh, he's full of fooey. I, 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 yeah, I don't wanna do this. So at her next event that she had Doug Lyle speak there, my mom sees JP and she said, why did you give up on my daughter? And JP's face just turned red and he goes, what are you talking about? I never gave up on your daughter. She goes, yeah, you did, you let her go, you, did. you, were, you, you were supposed to help her and, and, and you know, you're not helping her. And he goes, Shada, come here. So I go over there and she goes, did I leave you or did you stop calling me? And I said, yeah, well, I kind of stopped calling him. And my mom's like, why did you stop doing that? And I'm like, and then so I took her aside and I said, Mom, I just, I just can't get into just sitting and talking. I, I just can't. And she goes, well, you have a boot on your foot. What else do you want to do? I said, I don't know. So I called JP back up and I said, okay, can we start this again? He goes, fine. He came to my apartment. Well, the, week, the weekend before, my friends had all been there. And my friends, they drink a lot. I don't drink but they drink an awful lot. So I did not have time to take all the wine bottles and all the beer <laughs> bottles and all that out of the apartment before he came in. He, he walks in, he looks at the table and there's literally nine or ten bottles of wine. He looks at that, he opens the refrigerator. And I was like, oh crap, what is he looking for? He closes it, he opens the freezer, he sees a bottle of vodka, he sees a bottle of tequila, and he turns to me and he says, "Um, do we have a problem here? And I said, "No." He goes, are those all yours? And I said, "No." And I said, you just got here before I had a chance to take everything out of the room. My friends were here and all this. So he, but he marked he marked the bottles that were in the freezer because from then on every time he came to see me he would check to see if that line had moved like if it was you know he was he was checking on me but he figured out that the best way with me was to work out and I told him I said JP I can't work out I have a boot on I'm not supposed to put any pressure on my leg he goes and I said well how the hell am I gonna work out what kind of workout am I gonna get sitting in a chair he goes oh well, I'll show you what kind of workout you're gonna get and believe you and me, he taught me a huge lesson. Sitting in that chair was the hardest workouts I've ever had. I was sweating bullets. I mean, he we were doing punching. We were doing lifting. He had me doing so many exercises, but that's how he got through me. He finally got into my head. He he figured it out that with me, it's not just about the talking. I got to you know, make her move. I got to I got to train her and I got to do this. So right about that time, AJ was starting um, a 30-day unprocessed class, which, you know, I immediately signed up. And my friends are like, what are you doing? I'm like, well, Chef AJ is having a 30-day unprocessed challenge class, and I'm gonna do it. And they're like, for 30 days, you're gonna eat like this? I'm like, yeah, for 30 days, I'm gonna eat like this. And they said, okay, at the end of the 30 days, where are we gonna go to celebrate? I said, I don't know yet, but let's figure it out as the time, the time comes. So the very, very first uh, class that we had, I was sitting in that chair. That was my chair for an entire year, right where you're sitting. My chair for an entire year. A lot of tears were shed. Lucky chair. chair. Lucky chair, exactly. (laughs) And I remember JP was sitting um, back here. At the end of the night, AJ had made um, a chocolate. uh, Peanut butter chocolate
0: cheesecake. Exactly. Because we were not quite ultimate weight loss yet. We were just unprocessed.
1: So. That pie was coming around, coming around, and all of a sudden it was gonna come, and I was so excited because I was gonna get to try that. (laughs) But for whatever reason, at that same moment that it was being passed on to me, I happened to lock eyes with JP. And I don't know why, but I just literally kept my eyes focused on him, and I just passed it over. And I honestly think to this day, the mere fact that I did that, stayed abstinent from that, that's what set the course for me to truly stay focused on this way of yes.
0: eating. And the muffin was a test you all failed
1: tonight.
0: <laughs> 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 Just teasing.
1: Uh-huh. But so at point. the end of the 30 days, something amazing happened. I ended up losing 18 pounds. I made her weigh me 3 times that day mm-hmm. because I did not believe her. I took the boot off and I got on the scale. So then my friends called me up and they're like, well, how did it go? I'm like, oh my God, it was fantastic, 18 pounds. they're like, so where are we going? I said, nowhere. <laughs> they're like, what do you mean we're not going anywhere? I'm like, oh, hell no. <laughs> uh uh-uh. I, I said, I have finally found the secret, or I don't know what I found, but I know I'm not changing and I am sticking to this. Now I gotta back up a little bit. Let me tell you, one of my really big motivational factors was, well, one, I wanted to get off all my medications to my uncle died of gastric bypass surgery. So a lot of my motivation comes from that because he ended up dying within three weeks. They punctured the main aorta. And to this day, I I wish, I wish to God that he was alive so we could all like help him and teach him and he was here with us to learn all this. So anyway, back to to the 30 day challenge. So as soon as the 30 day challenge was over, she had more programs, more things, more going on. And at the same time, I got laid off from work. I got laid off from work, and at first I was really upset, but then I thought, you know what? Okay, you're off work right now, you'll find something, it's okay, you've got unemployment. Why don't you, do- I just focus on taking care of me and taking care of, take every class that she had. I- and I did, for one year, I completely immersed myself in this way of living. I went to McDougal, I did, on every one of her classes. I abstained from, remember I wasn't doing any kind of desserts for almost a little over a year. I didn't touch anything. I mean, I truly, the laser beam focus that JP talks about, I had that, and as the weight kept coming down, my motivation went through the roof, because the other part of me was, I did not want to let my uncle down. I, I I was somewhat doing this for him and for me, because in a lot of ways sometimes I think he guided me to where I'm at today in finding Chef AJ and and JP. So by that point, my, my tendons are still kinda shot and I went to five doctors. All five doctors told me that I needed to have surgery. JP kept telling me, stick with me and AJ, you're not gonna have to have surgery, I promise you. You are not gonna go through surgery. Well, lo and behold, I never had the surgery. Doctors were astonished as to how this whole thing came about. Why? And I told him, I said, it's the food. It's truly the food. Now, when I went to um, Dr. McDougall, he took me off all my meds. I was on cholesterol medication. i triglyceride right medication, on diabetes medication. And I said, but how am I going to not take my meds? He goes, I'm going to teach you. I said, well, what the hell am I going to tell my doctor? He goes, again, I'm going to teach you. <laughs> I will help you every step of the way. And if you want, I will pick up the phone and I will... Call your doctor and I will let him know. And I said, okay, fine. So I was armed and ready to go. Well, when he took me off my meds, I took my mom off her meds. (laughs) Because, you know, monkey see monkey do. And then halfway through the year, I had to move back home because I seriously thought that I was gonna have surgery and I couldn't stay in my apartment. But the condition was when I went back home, I told my mom, I'm like, I'm taking over the kitchen. And you're gonna eat the way I eat whether you like it or not and if you want to eat anything bad you can eat it outside but in this house this environment is gonna stay clean and you're gonna help and support me she goes "Um, okay what are we eating I said don't worry about it I'll cook I'll clean I'll do I'll do everything but you got to promise me this is what how it's going to be she goes fine I'm not that's totally great so Four months after, her and I both got off our medications, went to the doctor, and he walks in, has a big old smile on his face. I'm like, hey, Dr. Suhar, what are you smiling about? He goes, well, it looks like you and mom both have lost some weight, and the medications are working. I said, really? Because he had increased our dosages, but neither one of us, okay? I said, "I said, really? The meds are working? He goes, yeah, look at it. Your numbers are beautiful. Not quite where I want them yet, but but you're getting there. And I said, uh... He goes, what? I said, you going not need to sit down a minute. He goes, why? I said, well, I have, some, I have a confession to make. He goes, what's up? I said, yeah, mom and I are not taking our meds. He goes, what do you mean your mom are not taking your medications? I said, yeah, we stopped. It's been four months. I haven't taken any of, any of the medications you prescribed, and she has any. Now, mind you, she was also on blood pressure medication. So it was blood pressure, um, triglycerides, cholesterol, diabetes, all of it. He goes, well, well, and I said, well, what? I said, how are her numbers? He goes, actually, the numbers are pretty darn good. So he turns to my mom, and and she's like, what are you eating? And my mom was so excited. Potatoes. What? I mean, I literally thought his head was going to spin. And he goes, you cannot be having potatoes. And I looked at him, and I said, why can't she have potatoes? Well, she can, because it's going to raise her blood sugar, and it's going to do this, and it's going to do that. And I said, really? Well, how are her numbers? He goes, I got to admit. Her numbers are pretty good for not taking anything for four months. I yeah, I, I really can't argue with you He goes okay. Tell me what's going on So I sat there and I explained everything to him and McDougall had prepared me in saying that the only reason he's giving me by giving me medication that he's literally Controlling what my numbers are going to be the higher the dose my numbers of my cholesterol and triglyceride medications My numbers are going to be really good, right? And I said, aren't you controlling it? He goes, well, yeah. I said, are those medicines really benefiting me by taking it, or are you just a little bit of benefit? He goes, yeah. He goes, I can't argue with you. And I said, thank you for doing that. So I started explaining to him what we were doing here. And he said, I'll do something. And I said, what? He goes, you're not going to take meds, are you? And I said, no. And I said, neither is she. He goes, fine three months, I want to see you both in here, and if you continually are doing better, then I'm okay with it. He goes, I'll give you that, and I said, fine. I said, didn't your own father die of cardiac arrest? He goes, yeah, and I said, so you're, you know, you should be kind of happy that we're doing this with food and exercise and no drugs. He goes, fine, uh, let's try it for three months. Fine, we went back four months later, we didn't want to go back three months later. Four months later, weight's still coming down. Numbers are getting lower. This went on for a year, and he was just totally blown away. It got to the point where all we did when we went to visit him, seriously, we were on the Internet. I introduced him to Sheffield. He he started Googling who she is. He started Googling who McDougal is. I brought him all the books. He's got all the books. It's been five years now. He's completely on board, and not only that, but he's pretty much eating like us now. And he's passing it on to his patients. So sometimes I think it is our job to educate our doctors. If you, yes. if you like them, educate them. <laughs> because you don't know who else he might, he might be saving. Um, it, it's just, this whole, this whole transition has been absolutely phenomenal. I never ended up having the surgery on my leg. My back feels fantastic. The weight literally came off. Honestly, I, I was ecstatic. I, I haven't been this happy. In a long, long time. And it just feels truly great. And you guys, please stick to this. If there's anything that any of us can do to help you, motivate you, whatever it takes. But I tell you, you got to be strong. you got to stay focused. You're going to lose friends. I ended up losing a lot of friends. A lot of people do Yeah, but don't... you got
0: better friends. I got
1: much better You're friends that I, I consider family, in all honesty. Those drinker chicks, do you still hang with them? Um, I do, but what the funny thing is, they've all bought AJ's book mm-hmm. because one of them is really overweight, and she didn't tell me she wanted to get her book. One time I went over there, and she also she made food, and I'm like, oh my god, this, this looks like AJ's. She goes, yeah, look what I got. So they're they're dabbing their toes in there. I can't get them to. They're drinking less. They're not completely <laughs> off. They're drinking less, which
0: you know, it's, it's baby, baby steps. But style see, know.
1: like me, some my personality. I wasn't about the one that had one foot here and one foot there. Like, I dove right in. I'm an all or nothing kind of gal. No. Yeah. <laughs> but, um, you know, but just stay focused. And I'm telling you, this, this program truly works. It's amazing. Keep taking classes. You know, five years later, I, the only reason I'm not with you guys in this class this time is because I'm working on the weekends. I have clients and I, and I just can't. Otherwise, I'd be sitting here with you guys, you know, go to the conferences, take the classes, educate yourself, support one another. Um, You know, people say, oh, but if I had the time like you did or the money of this, and I'm like, I turn around and I say, well, look at Oprah Winfrey. She has all the time, all the money in the world. She's got a private chef. She's got a private um, trainer. She's got everything at her disposal. But guess what? She's still overweight. Yes, she's pushing bread and pasta and whatnot, but she's still with everything that she has She's still overweight. I made sacrifices. I stopped going out with a lot of my friends. I don't go to restaurants anymore I truly my money goes for things like this I've learned to manage it so that I did I wanted to go to Puerto Rico uh, not Puerto Rico uh, Costa Rica, and I thought you know what? I'm gonna save my money and I'm gonna go with McDougal because I know that's a safe environment nowadays when I travel, I don't even go with my friends anymore. I try to find travel that's geared like this, like a McDougal trip or a Furman trip, or something or like True that. North. True North. True North. Yeah, we've gone like five years now in a mm-hmm. row. It's been fantastic, um, but you've got to stay focused. You 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 cannot um, you, you can't let that go. You have to stay focused, and it's tough. It's not easy. It, it honestly, God, it wasn't easy. But you know what?
0: Was it worth it?
1: It was worth every second of it, and I would do it all over again. Absolutely would do it all over. Well, not that I want to do it all over again, because, yeah, no. So, anyway, that's basically my story in a nutshell. Uh, If you guys have any questions, I'd be happy to answer. Can anybody see the
0: online feed? Because I can't. My mom
1: has so far lost a little over 50 pounds. And she's completely off every medication that she was on. And they told her that she would never, ever get off her blood pressure medication. Right on, mommy. And she's off. And she's still into this. And now, you know, the first, like, six to months to a year that we were doing this, like, if we'd go to our friend's house and they're Persian, and Persians eat a lot of kebabs and stuff like that, you know, I'd see her sneaking a little piece here and a little piece there. But I didn't make a stink about it, and I didn't go in front of people and tell her, oh, you're being bad. And oh, I would have. Well, I that's your approach but i didn't i don't want to do that i would
0: have smacked her actually
1: but but now she doesn't want it she doesn't like the smell so it takes time but she's now there to that level that she doesn't want to jeopardize it how long did it take
0: you to lose the over 100 pounds Shada?
1: okay so the first i would say the first 65 70 pounds came off the first year and then, little by little, the rest starts coming off. And I did hit a plateau for seven months, you guys. And the reason I know I hit a plateau, and I, I know JP doesn't like it, but I did get on the scale, and I knew. Even though he, you know, later on, threw my scale behind my couch. But, um, but you know what? That didn't, that didn't uh, deter me, actually. That made me even more motivated, because my clothes, I was losing inches. Crazy as it sounds, I was losing inches. I'm like, well, if the scale's not moving, the heck with the scale but my clothes are getting smaller, and now I'm fitting, I went from a size, I was almost at a 2X, and now I'm wearing a size 4. I
0: know, we wear each other's clothes. Except her, just, her boobs are much bigger.
1: Well, I can't help you, I, mean, I yeah. if I could, I'd give you some, but I just can't, you know? Um, what do you think, uh, how, how important
0: do you think your environment has been to your continued success?
1: Huge, huge, absolutely huge. Um, you cannot Maybe let anything big sneak big into big. the house. Yeah, you know, big you, big just, big. you just can't. You're yeah. going to have to keep your environment clean. That's the bottom line. And I don't let anybody bring anything to my house that isn't UWL. And if they bring it, they either take it home with them or at the end of the night goes in the trash because a friend of mine tested me on that. She, and I told her, don't bring anything. And she went to Whole Foods and she got a vegan chocolate cake. And she walked, it was Samira, actually, oh, shit, she might be on the listen. Uh-oh.
0: <laughs>
1: well, I'm sorry, but Samira knows what I, what, what I did. And she
0: brought a cake. Brought, Saboteur. It's,
1: it's, a, it's okay. She brought it. And um, I told her that uh, she's going to have to take it. Because nobody really touched it except I think one person took a little little slice. So I offered it to her, and I said, please take it home. And she goes, no. And I said, please take it home because I'm going to throw it in the trash. And she's like, no. And I said, fine. And right in front of her, I took it, and I threw it in the trash. I, I mean what I say I, I don't homeless. huh Give it to the homeless. Um, Listen at that point I, mean, I want it in the trash I, much I, I of the I just, I just and I, I with don't kitty want to litter with because
0: a lot of food addicts will go in the That's trash true, and eat yes. it so you've yes. got to put yes. and I they don't letters. they
1: don't need to be eating it either but what I'm my point is I am not going to let anybody deter me and oh. and to sabotage what I'm doing or any of that. Why do you think it's so hard for so many people, Shada? Why do I think, well, it could be their environment, it could be their stress level, it could be that maybe they still haven't wrapped, their, they haven't fully wrapped their head around this, and maybe it's because they're not staying abstinent. You, you can't, listen guys, you can't have a little bit of this here and a little bit of that there, and then eat perfect and think that it's going to work. It's not. That little bit that you're having here and there, that once in a while little bit, it's going to add up and it's going to catch up to you, and it's going to mess with your brain. Keep your brain as calm as possible. It's been five years and it feels really good to have a calm brain. It really, really, really does.
0: Nice. If you have a plateau, how did you, how did you um, get over your plateaus? When Mentally you, or
1: physically? Um, both. Well, like,
0: when you Mentally, plateau- I
1: drove her and a, a JP crazy.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: I literally did because I was really upset that I could not, um, That's seven months, it just wasn't budging. And then JP kept asking me and I upped my exercise. I really did up my exercise my cardio (coughs) excuse me and JP's like well how are your clothes fitting and I started doing measurements well measurements kept coming down clothes were getting looser and I was getting so by that point I finally wrapped my head around the fact that hey it's not so much about the scale and it's about you know the measurements and and you getting thinner and I kind of liked that my sizes were coming down and I just, I had to let it go, Kathy. I honestly had to let it, let it go and let it do a thing. And, and I no, never gave up. up. Did you stay off scales? Not at the beginning. I did later. Especially when JP took my, my, my scale and threw it behind my couch. And the, uh, the movers came to LA to, to, to move me. They found the scale behind the couch. And they're like, why is there a scale behind your couch? I'm like, oh yeah, I forgot about the scale. But even when I went home, I started weighing myself again. And that's when I knew that the seven months plateau, and I, I just have to let it go. It's hard. It's it's not easy. I used to get on the scale five to six times a day. Well, I think JP says scales are for fish. Yes, he does. Yeah, yeah. He he's not happy with. When well, I did who that. Who was JP? John Pierre.
0: Yeah, if you join the online part, you'll see him. He, he does quite he's a like bit. He's like
1: God. He's That's like my hero. Me. No, seriously, I love so, him no, yeah. to death. But he's
0: not here anymore. Right? He moved to Colorado. He's in
1: Colorado. <laughs> and let me tell you, he had a, he, he was funny. When I lived in L.A., one night I got a call from him. We were so in tune to one another. I got a call from him. He goes, I'm sensing a lot of food around you. I'm like, oh, crap. And I, and I had people over, but I had made all, you know, UWL food. I'm like, Where are you? Because it doesn't matter where I'm at, but is there a lot of food around you? And I'm like, well, yeah. I said, but really. So I started walking my apartment. I'm thinking he's in the apartment across the way or somewhere. Like there's a camera in the house somewhere. I'm like, JP, seriously, where are you? He goes, nothing. I just want to know what you're doing and why is there so much food around you? I said, first of all, I have friends over, and I wanted to introduce them to this way of eating. And I've made all of AJ's recipes. And that's what's here. He goes, Okay. I gotta go, bye, but he knows when to call. He calls at the right time and it just freaks me out. Still to this day, he will do that to me. What kind of exercise did you do in the beginning and now, and how many days a week? Okay, so I'm, uh, well, when I had the boot on, um, I was working out with JP twice a week and he had given me exercises to do in the apartment with the bands and the um, TRX that was hanging from the door. Um, Once I got off the boot, um, I went back to the gym and I'm now up to six days a week. I do spin three times a week. I do TRX probably three times a week. I do, there's a class that just started at the gym. It's called Barless. I don't know, if some of you have probably know about Cardio Bar. Mm-hmm. Right. Well, I never took Cardio Bar, but this is Barless. It's the same concept, but we have no bars at the gym. So I started taking that. I'm doing yoga now, which I resisted for five years because mm-hmm. yoga drives me absolutely crazy because it's so dang slow. Mm. But I finally, finally made a commitment to start doing yoga. So I'm, I'm now doing yoga at least a minimum of once a week. Um, but yeah, I'm probably in the gym six days a week.
0: Have you relapsed at all? And what do you do if you have cravings? Or maybe you don't get cravings anymore. I
1: really don't get cravings anymore. Um, as far as relapsing, it almost happened once when my, when my very close friend died. And um, I knew that was about to go really bad, and I called you, and I was crying on the phone, uh-huh. and you walked, you talked me off the ledge. And I think that's the thing. The minute you feel like you're going to, right. to do something, you need to call someone, you need to reach out. It uh-huh. doesn't matter, and thank God she was there to pick up the phone, because if not, I would have gone to our sales meeting, and there's always junk food at the sales meeting, and would I would have eaten it. I really would have, uh-huh. at that point, but you talked me off of it, so.
0: Well, and you had the courage to reach out. Most people ask for forgiveness instead of permission. Do you ever make excuses? No. I didn't think so.
1: No. A,
0: did you, did you, yeah, someone just asked about TRX. What is that? Oh,
1: TRX, okay, so it's like two cables, but you can't, anyway, it hangs from the top, and you grab on the, with your hands here, but you're, you're really using your own body weight. Yeah, but you're using your own body weight to do exercises. And I, and I like that, incorporating that along with weight training. Um, so that's what TRX is. But it, you can buy the version at home, and you can hang it from your door, and you can just do upper body, you can do legs. You can, there's so much you can do on TRX.
0: Colleen wants to know if you can share what you eat on most days.
1: Yeah, it's really boring. Um,
0: <laughs> I, it's, delicious. Not, it's
1: delicious. I absolutely love this food. I, I, um, I do intermittent fasting. Um, my first meal truly isn't until around 11. That's when I, eleven twelve is when I get hungry. But um, AJ knows my favorite breakfast is I get a bag of cruciferous crunch from Trader Joe's. Mm-hmm. And then I get a bag of the frozen um, peppers.
0: Fire, fire roasted peppers. Fire roasted
1: peppers. And I put that in the uh, Instant Pot. So I'll eat that first thing. And then after that, if I'm still hungry, maybe 15, 20 minutes later, I would have either rice or I'll have beans or I'll have potatoes. And um, a piece of fruit and then dinner is basically a big raw salad and then some steamed vegetables and if I still am hungry I may have a little bit of rice again and I may have a potato again but I eat extremely simple you guys the only Mm -hmm. time um, I will have a variety of food will be when company comes over that's the only time because I want them to get a feel for what types of food and I have between me and my aunt because we love Persian food so we have you know made Persian food now UWL compliant and um, so we do a lot of we mm-hmm. do a lot of Persian food and um, but that's the only time is when company comes over otherwise left of the red line the entire and time I love
0: going to Shada's house I'm sleeping over tonight because she eats just like me mm-hmm.
1: yeah super simple super super and I think that's one of the keys mm-hmm. I think that's one of the keys to being successful is to eat as simple as possible the minute you start Um, you know making too many choices and too many things it's not gonna work what advice do you have for people that say it's just too hard it's just hard hard? you know what I think is hard getting your chest cut open a friend of mine just had a triple bypass five years ago I told him when he had his heart attack I said Leo you have to read this book because you're just a walking time bomb it's a matter of time before you're gonna go in again he goes yeah 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 I said please read dr. Esselstein's book how to reverse and prevent heart disease I said please read it he did not listen to me had a major attack he, he just had a triple bypass he's and I don't even know if he's gonna I still I, I'm gonna send him the book I, I don't care everybody's telling me not to do it of course I'm gonna send it yeah I'm gonna I'm gonna take some time I'm not gonna do it right now he's still in the hospital but I am gonna send him the book so I think that's hard. Watching my uncle die because of a senseless um, surgery, that was hard. And Cheryl had a bypass.
0: We are just li- listening to her question. And she said that she, um, it was a really good choice for her, but she's still eating very, very badly, and she's trying to get to the red line right now and trying to go that route. Do
1: you have any advice for her?
0: Listen, I, I don't know. Go to True North. If you can't do it on your own,
1: get help. You can go to McDougal. You can mm-hmm. go to True North. You go to Esselstyn. You can go to Esselstyn. You can um, just get all the books and everything and just read about it and just dive head first. You've got to just do it. You, like I said, you can't have one foot on this side of the line and one foot on that side of the line. But I think True North is really, really good place to go because you're immersed in there and you're and you're doing it. And I think McDougall is really good for some people because, you know, I think first you should start out with McDougal and then go to True North because mm-hmm. once oh, yeah. you understand the principles and the concepts of... Of what he's teaching, then you'll understand even further. You take it to a different level when you go to True North. So my suggestion would be for her to start with a McDougall ten-day program. Yeah, that that was for Cheryl. So that's good. Or Um, go to
0: Esselstyn's program, Zena. You wanna you wanna plug the? um,
1: Oh yeah, uh, talk about that.
0: Orange County Meetup group.
1: Yeah. Oh yeah. So I have some great news, Um, Zena. Zina and I have um, been talking about starting a meetup group in Orange County because we don't really have anything like this in DOC and as much as I love AJ coming up to LA sometimes it's just really tough. So Zina and I had been talking about it and finally I said, you know, Zina, we got to do this. So when we were at True North, uh, we started planning it. And lo and behold, come January, it went live. And Optimal health. What, what's uh, our whole food, food for optimal, optimal health. health? Whole food for optimal health. So if you live in Orange County, please so go on the on the meetup meet meet account and sign up, and you know come join us. Uh, we're having our second potluck February twenty fifth. And our guest speaker is going to be none other than Chef AJ. What date is that, darling? Saturday, February 25th. Saturday, the 25th at 6 p.m., at February. But we need you guys to RSVP because we have Mm -hmm. limited uh, seating, and we want to make sure that we get all you guys in there. But even if you can't make it, please sign up, because of other events that we're going to do. So I'm super excited. I know Zena's super excited about this. uh, someone asked how many people are in this living room right now
0: about yeah. 20 about
1: 20 I would guess we 20 just lucky
0: ones. We would show them, but I don't they I didn't no. get their permission <laughs> <No>. and they're <laughs> naked, so <Yeah>. right. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you so much um, and No more further questions. Let's just hear it for our I <laughs> <You go. laughs> yeah. Pressure on you that I call you the UWL poster
1: child because yes that, it does because well actually I kind of like the pressure because I have to stay accountable because yeah. I don't want your foot up my ass yeah. and if you um, know yeah. cute guys remember but that is well because dr. Goldhammer calls me the you the
0: true north poster child so I figured you know but he, I also
1: he, think within the group there's been a lot of a lot of success and I want to give a shout out to all the ladies that have been <clears throat> successful in losing their weight <clears throat> and getting to where they're at so I'm excited. I want more people to be, to f- feel the freedom that we're That's all feeling. That's right.
0: Feeding. That's what it's about, baby. Thank you guys so much for watching online. Thank and Yay. thank you, Shana. Yay! Woo.